Oh, my fault. I, I was in. <laughs> your fault. Your fault, bro. Your fault. Brother, brother, that beat, though. <laughs> that countdown beat is, is ridiculous upon the soul. And the body is it's absurd, brother. Uh, for those of you who are listening on the, uh, the audio version of the show, Go watch the YouTube video and you'll see what I just did. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you just not know what I just did. Go watch it. Ridiculousness. Oh my god. Whew. Whew. Wow, summer came back soon, didn't it? Uh, yeah, bro. Been back oh, since yesterday. <laughs> did nobody call for it though? Did nobody call for that shit? Hello, welcome. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, welcome to another um, action-packed episode mm-hmm. of, I don't know why I did that, another action-packed episode <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> fandom, <laughs> of uh, Fandom Initiative. Uh, let's get the introductions out of the way and let's just start having some fun like we aren't already having fun. The man across from me who I saw playing with his blinds earlier to get the right amount of luminescence <laughs> upon the god-like beard. Yeah. Uh, this is the cinema CEO. He is the cinema... God, this is Michael Williams, everyone. What's up, y'all? What's everyone going on? say hello. Everyone say hello. What is going on? Myself, I am the hungriest man in the room. You can take that however you want. I am also the thirstiest man right now because I do not like the heat. And I just came from work. I ran home uh, from work <laughs> as I was toiling and um, doing my thing. Ran home, shed my clothing, mm-hmm. then threw on more clothing. Mm-hmm. Got myself situated. Got a bottle of agua uh, set up. I am a hungry man in the room. I am the hungry bleak. I am Antonio Pomares. This is the Phantom Initiative. You're welcome. So, oh, man. Yeah, bro. So yeah, today, bro. We got... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be that type of show, folks. Yeah. All right. So today, all right. So we're one week removed from New York Comic Con. I, I just want to talk about that for a minute. First off, 2022, we need to be in the building. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. I don't know. For people who are listening to the audio, I'm not going to tell you what the motion that I just did, but I'm just going to do it again for the people who are watching. <laughs> Got to be in the building. <laughs> um, dude, I I mean, obviously, we didn't go because of health concerns. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's still a thing. Wash your hands. Um, mm-hmm. Wash your hands and loosen up your knees because we're still wearing shorts out here, so still put on lotion, first, please. <laughs> please. Especially during the summer, uh, I mean, the winter, because your skin going to be... Chapped <laughs> knees gonna be bloody. Um, yeah, but we're a week removed, and I have that usual kind of depression feeling of after New York Comic Con where I'm like, mm. and I didn't even go, I didn't even go. <laughs> yeah. but it, um, being in, in New York that Thursday and seeing everyone doing their cosplay and um, and speaking to a couple of people, um, thank you so much. Uh, to uh, Sharice Murphy and uh, Gregor Anderson, uh, LSA, for um, you know just chatting with me for a little bit. Um, one of them was an impromptu bump into uh, while eating. No smoke. Without <laughs> brother is muscles, muscles, Haitian sensation. Oh, his muscles, his muscles got muscle. His his muscles got each muscle has a different zip code. That's how muscled up he is. That, that don't even make no sense. But it's just this weird feeling, man. Of wow. And even like um JD Rosario of Unstoppable Comics, yeah, he so was, and I was like, I sh- I shook my head like, damn man, this yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. So next year, folks, we're gonna do everything we can, in the meantime, to just keep coming at you, keep 
consistency, keep talking to you, keep bringing you the goody of the goodness because we want to be there. We want to be in the building. We want to be where the magic is happening. We want to be sitting in panels. Hulu Theater called Michael. They emailed him. They smoked <laughs> signal. They said, look, we haven't heard from you. We want to know if you're okay. We have not seen you. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Because Saturday is your day, man. That's your day for Hulu. It's my day. Unfortunately, they have so much uh, construction going on over by. Uh, oh, yeah, that's it. right. Yeah. That's probably why they didn't let them use Hulu this year. I'm sure that's probably why. I mean, uh, Hulu and Outlander. I mean, it's just, those are two staples yeah. of New York Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking Outlander. <laughs> yeah. Not that I watch the show, but I'm just sitting there like, I don't. But it has a huge following there. I, was, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. Rapid. <laughs> yes, that fan base is rapid. I, I think that in, might in be one of In a good way, stars, not a bad way. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think that might be one of Star's biggest shows. I didn't yeah, realize that. It's, it's always good to see fandom that's kind of like that. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Because like, hey, very there are passionate. people out there. Yeah, there are people who are passionate about the show, who the show resonates with, and mm -hmm. they get it. They love it. So yeah uh, that's a good thing it's a good thing i had no because when we were there th those two times we were there i was like are they really <laughs> yeah i was like, like this show that good <laughs> yeah. but i didn't know that it was novels i didn't know like any of that stuff i didn't yeah. I, I think I, I watched the first episode and i was like okay all right yeah, and i just yeah, didn't yeah. Do, but i understand the appeal i understand you know the sci-fi time travel kind of appeal, mm -hmm. appeal to it and you know, like conundrum and such like that, and uh, paradoxes and such. I, I, yeah. I won't be watching. I, I think it's over. I think it's is, is it done? I think maybe. I, or I think it's done every year. I think and it's never yeah. done. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be real. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, I know that I know that this guy is part of the production of that show, uh, Ronald Moore, who I know from Battlestar Galactica, and I also know from another mm. show that I actually been watching this past summer that. Not that I need to recommend another streaming service to people. I don't. Another. Uh, but if you can in some way get a free trial to uh, Apple TV Plus, uh, you should watch a show called um, uh, what's the name of the show? Uh, For All Mankind. For All Mankind? Yeah, I watched it this past summer. I watched both seasons. It's two seasons so far. There's going to be a hmm. third. Well, I I think that every show, the first episode is free. I think. Yeah. I know so, I watched yeah. Ted Lasso. That was I. Jason Sadakis is just funny as hell, and that I shows, love that shows really British good, stuff. So combining the two, I was like, bet. Yeah. So I might be jumping into that. Possibly, I might be jumping in, into Apple. I also want to see Foundation. Yes, I want to watch that too. Incredible! I didn't know anything about that. It looks yeah. incredible. Yeah, um, for all mankind, basically is a really well done alternate history show on what if the United States didn't make it to the moon first. Oh, that's the premise. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, so right. it creates all of these interesting ripples on what you already know in history mm -hmm. and the things that happen because that one event is changed so it's like everything is kind of uh, 
I, I don't even know how to describe it to you. Everything is kind of fast forwarded in history. Like the Russians get there first. They're also the first. They're also the first country that, that manages to put women on the moon. Mm. Unbeknownst to the Americans, who find out literally like almost kind of like in a surprise moment because they think that the astronaut that's up there is a man and it's not, <laughs> it's a woman. <laughs> so that kind of fast forwards them to getting women into the space program and how they do that. And it literally changes everything in history, also outside of NASA. Like it literally changes the political landscape in a lot of ways. It's oh my god, it's really well done, really mm. well done. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I, I, I just next next year, which is I just yeah. really <laughs> I know there's just so much to, stuff. There's so much dude, stuff. And, it was, and I know there wasn't a lot there because of uh, the pandemic and stuff like that. So not a lot of companies were to do it, but still, some of the things I heard from there were really great. But just being a part of the scene and just. Yeah. mingling in there would have been great so i know next year when yeah. more people are there and things are better yeah hopefully things are better hopefully they're not worse jesus right yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. one year later um yeah just jeez and bet yeah we're there next year i'm cosplaying absolutely Co cosplaying brother I already know who I, who I want to cosplay. I'm not not playing games. Cosplaying up in this piece. Cosplaying up in this piece. I'm winning contests. I'm winning contests. I'm Easy snatching. Cosplay East. <laughs> nah. 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 Let me take a swig out of this. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah, brother. Nah, that's... No. That... Jeez. The amount of... It... it if you know, you know. But God damn it! This... Uh, sausage and peppers, brother. <laughs> you good, my guy. Um, Jesus, what the hell? Um, yeah, it's, it's just a weird time. But on the heels of New York Comic Con, we have DC Fandom, which is today. Yes. This is uh, DC's um, virtual uh, fan event. Fan event concert. So this has been going on for what, two, three years? Yeah, two years. This is the second year, I think. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. Um, and this is where, like, you know, this is kind of like their, um, not to be funny, but this is like their Hall H. This is like their own yeah. personal Hall, Hall H. Pretty much. Um, I actually kind of like this because. Um, you know, it's just an event where it, it's, it's like your own event, your own scrum. Like you can do what you want to do mm -hmm. like that. You, you can do it virtually. You can, mm -hmm. if you want to throw it on, you know, HBO Max, you can do it. Like there are a lot of beautiful things that they can do. Yeah. Um, I hope that uh, Marvel slash Disney does this at mm -hmm. some point. They do something like that. Um, and it can and it's a great way to get more um, more subscribers, yep. more, more viewers. Yep. Awesome. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to compete with New York Comic Con because no, no, not at all. It's like apples and oranges, really. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can still do special things, and and you can get okay for this event. We're going to have a special viewing of this show mm -hmm. one time, yeah. and within that time period after that, it's gone until it does premiere maybe a month or two later. Yeah, definitely. 
you you can definitely do stuff like that. If I see my ideas coming out, I'm copyright. I'm I'm coming. The smoke is coming. I'm coming for your asses. Smoke is coming because I ideas I've had. I've seen a lot of a lot of people start to do. So I'm, whatever you're thinking about doing, I was mm-hmm. bored of ten years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm ahead of the curve on a great deal of many things. I I could write a list. Um. So yeah. So some of the things that I would like to hear about because. The, DC um, slash Warner Brothers. Let's let's mm-hmm. include them in here. Mm-hmm. They have. I want them to not to just get out of their heads of competing. Mm-hmm. Don't. It's not about competition. It's just about putting out good product. I know it. Obviously, their businesses, their corporations, they still want to compete. Right? We need we need to make more money than them. What have you? Mm-hmm. Marvel um, slash Disney had a huge jump on you. Mm-hmm. They did. Just be honest. Mm-hmm. You had more movies out if you count maybe some of the batman no no not more movies but there have been a lot of yeah, batman movies superman movies mm-hmm. those are the only properties that you've really touched on mm-hmm. and you have had more tv shows mm-hmm. i want to say just because of the the cw mm-hmm. wb and that but <laughs> <laughs> that was an old one fraud. <laughs> that, that guy yeah but just do your own thing Mm. Um, what are you? What would you like to see them talk about? Because they don't start till like one p.m. Eastern Standard Time, apparently, which is really great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I know, I know how you feel about uh, uh, Master Wayne Incorporated, but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I I I'd like to see a little bit more of this the Batman film that has been talked about for the last two odd years. Um, they dropped a, a teaser trailer earlier this or later, later towards the end of this week, which I didn't watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm waiting to see this new trailer cut that they, I guess that they're going to show with this thing because <laughs> they put what was, which is why I was confused because I don't know which movie I saw, but I saw a, a the Batman trailer with one of the movies that I saw. Now, whether that's the old one that they dropped a long time ago, maybe it is. I, I don't know. But um, I would just like to see more of where this movie is kind of going, right? Because all we've ever heard about with this movie is that it's going to be more of Bruce the detective, right? Not right. necessarily Bruce the guy who goes out and you know opens up a can of whoop ass on people, right? Yeah. Like it's more about his detective skill and how he becomes the world's greatest detective. So I'd like to see more of it. What I've seen so far, I like. Um mm. I think Pattinson is gonna surprise a lot of people because Pattinson is a good actor. All the people who were afraid of Pattinson at the beginning, I don't think you need to be worried about this guy. This guy's a good actor. You know what I mean? And I don't think he's going to disappoint. I'd like to see more of what they're doing with the Riddler, because that looks really interesting, what they're doing with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I saw some pictures uh, of uh, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle. I'd like to see what she's going to do with this because I like Zoe Kravitz. I think Zoe Kravitz is like really on the verge of being big. 
I just think that she needs that role that is transformative in her career. And I think that this could be that for her if she does it right. <laughs> you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Uh, the other thing that I'm interested in seeing, and I don't know if you saw it floating around on uh, the interwebs this past week, but Young Justice is coming back. Yes. Uh, it's going to be called, what, Phantoms? Phantoms, yeah, which I didn't <clears throat> even know it was coming yeah. back. That but, I knew about. Yeah. Um, I Obviously, yeah, Young, Young Justice obviously is just one of the best series, animated or not, mm -hmm. or yeah. like live action out there. Easily, easily. Um. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. I want to see more. I, I want to know more about Black Adam. Yeah, that too. Yeah. I'm dying to see about Teth Adam. That's, mm -hmm. I mean, The Rock has, you know how some actors are just, they, they look, they feel, it's just they were born to play those roles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is similar to how like Ryan Reynolds, born to play Deadpool. Mm -hmm. It's like you, he's synonymous, synonymous with Deadpool. When you see yeah. Deadpool in, in a comic like that, what have you, yeah. <clears throat> you hear Ryan Reynolds' voice. Mm -hmm. Makes total sense. Um, I mean, uh, Dwayne Johnson, you show me somebody who doesn't look and just feel more like Teth Adam, like Black Adam. Yes. I want this. I don't know if he's going to have the hair. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I would take bald. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but when he had his hair on everything like that, he had that widow's peak. He had that, mm -hmm. that widow's peak hard. Like it was like there. Mm -hmm. I, I want to see that so badly. I want there to be that darker anti-hero movie, and this is it for them, for, for DC. Yeah, there's actually something in that movie that I'm really interested in seeing, too. Hopefully, they'll show a little bit of that, too. Uh, when I heard that this particular actress was cast as possibly playing this role, I was completely on board with it because... I like her from a previous show that I used to love, which is Person of Interest. Um, the actress's name is Sarah Shahi. Mm -hmm. And from what I understand, she could be playing Isis. Which I have no problem with at all. Sarah, Sarah Shahi <laughs> is just dope. Uh, my yeah. first sighting of her was the L word. Mm -hmm. She came in in the later seasons. She played, I think the character's name was Poppy, mm -hmm. and just diabolical. Then she was in a show, a short-lived show, unfortunately, but a very good show mm -hmm. um, called Life mm -hmm. with uh, Damian, Damian Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, that show was just so different and just so yeah. like wow. Yeah. So I, I have no problem with that at all. I enjoy her so much. She's. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. She's in something now. I'm trying to remember the name of the show that she's in now. But mm -hmm. she's she's on something now. Okay. Um, something else I would like to see because this is pretty much they're they're talking about you know movies and just pretty much everything un, un, under their umbrella. Mm -hmm. um, to vary it up, I hope that they talk about Gotham Knights, which mm -hmm. is the video game that is going to be coming out. Where this is a game, obviously I would talk about this game. This is a game where it's it's set in, uh, a bit of a near future and um, the orphan's dead. Um, the the one percenter. Well, I shouldn't say the orphan because there actually is a character called Orphan now. In DC, um, Bruce Wayne is dead, Batman mm -hmm. is dead. So, this is the story of uh, Red Hood, Tim Drake, Robin, I think Batgirl, I don't know if it's Barbara or Cassie. I, I think it, it, there's, there's four characters Red Hood is one of them as well. 
there's four characters in there. Um, Grayson, obviously, um, Nightwing, they're coming together to defend Gotham against all these threats that are coming to it. I believe it's like um, you have four four characters at once and you can switch between them, I'm thinking maybe, or you choose them before the missions. Mm-hmm. Not sure, but I really do want to check this out. I believe it's open world as well. Okay. I want to see that. I, I want to play that, not just because of, you know, the running gag of me wanting <laughs> Something where Batman is gone. <laughs> yeah. He's not there. Right. He's dead. He's probably not even dead. He's probably going to show up at the end of the game. You, you know it's going to happen. It's going to be Christian Bale who's going to pop up with Anne Hathaway. Bullshit. Um, no, I'm just joking. But, but he probably will pop up. But I want to see that. Um, I'd like to see, obviously, Young Justice, like, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I also want to see if they're going to talk about comics at all. I want to see the two of, there's a huge comic coming out this Tuesday because DC does a great thing where as far as comics wise, they actually release their stuff on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. So they get a jump on everyone else, which is a very smart move. I love that. They started doing that during, during the pandemic. There is Nubia um, and the Amazons. Okay. This is Nubia's first series. Mm-hmm. Um, during the summer, there was a, a, a young adult, uh, graphic novel that they put out for Nubia, uh, which incredible, got amazing reviews, loved mm-hmm. it. I have it. Um, then during the Future State series, Nubia was one of the characters that was showcased. Okay. Uh, so now she's going to be getting, I believe it's a six issue series um, written by Stephanie Williams, which I'm so happy that they got her. Stephanie Williams, we know, no, Stephanie Williams, Stephanie Williams did um, Living Heroes, which was a mashup between like the black heroes of Marvel mm-hmm. and living single. Oh. Hilariously funny, wonderfully drawn by, I believe O'Neill Jones is the name I want to say. Mm-hmm. So funny and so smart, just incredibly well done. This just catapulted her in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, she just doing work for Marvel. She's doing work for DC. Phenomenal. Love it. I'm here for it. I can't wait to read that. Uh-huh. get up on it i also want to see what they're going to say as far as are there any more animated movies and i want to know if they have any plans for anything else for hbo max any more original content that they're going to be putting out yeah that's their bread and butter i mean you, you can put stuff out on theaters that's fine it's cool what have you but your bread and butter right now which became bigger than the, i think they thought it would be and it could uh-huh. be better if they market it and do it right is hbo max i agree i agree they've got i mean I want to know if there's going to be another season of um, Harley Quinn. Uh-huh. One of the, God, oh, the, so many levels to the writing, to the humor, to the storytelling in that series. Amazing voice actors. I mean, uh-huh. astronomical stuff going uh-huh. on. You will laugh at one moment. Oh, this guy again. Jeez, what the? F- <laughs> to you know, your heart will break at a moment and you'll cheer for and you don't really know do you want to cheer for harley because she's still this villain or is she trying to become this hero you mm-hmm. don't really know mm-hmm. um one of the breakout people for me with that series jb smooth mm-hmm. loved him for years dude is always hilarious i mean if you start watching curb your enthusiasm mm-hmm. leon is one of the best look there's nobody hungrier than me mm-hmm. leon in every scene has food he's mm-hmm. always he's always eating and he's just looking at him like mm, yeah uh-huh JB Smooth is just incredible. One of the funniest cats out there, honestly. Uh, comedians. So that's what I'd like to know. I'd like to know what what their plans are. I might be asking too deep questions, honestly. Um, 
because I the questions that I could ask them would be, I mean, are infinite. What are you going to do? Are there any other games that you have coming out? Because the greatest games that they've had have been the Batman games. Uh-huh. Are you going to put out anything else? Green Arrow game? Hell, you know what I mean. Let's be an arch. Let Let's be on the island. Uh-huh. You know, before he becomes Green Arrow, his, his training. You, you know, whatever, or start out on the island. Then you that could be your tutorial. Then you go to. Um, Star City, and then you start, you know, doing that, what have you. Um, Peacemaker. Let's hear some more about that. I know this is going to be uh, uh, um, divisive because uh-huh. of John Cena and because he can be really funny in small doses. Can he carry a show? What's the rest of the cast going to be like? Is it going to be more of an ensemble? How is that going to work out? Don't want you to jump the gun on something like that. No pun intended. Seeing as a character that carries a huge gun, uh, or James Gunn. Wow, that was a layered joke right there. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> it's folks. It's automatic at this point. My jokes are automatic levels. But yeah, that's that's some stuff that I that I'd like to hear from them about. Honestly. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought, I, I, this is why I thought this was a good topic for a show, is because I think every, or most fans, most fans' relationship status with DC as a whole would be, it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to uh, say their relationship, it's kind of like a split personality. Like with DC, yeah. they're good. Yeah. With Warner Brothers, it's hot and cold. Yeah, no. exactly. I don't know. Exactly. It's off and on, brother. You know, so exactly. You know, it's uh, exactly. You know, sometimes we good. Sometimes we <laughs> may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. We don't know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it it'll be interesting to see. Very interesting to see where we go. I, I almost kind of think that they're also going to have to talk in some generality about. Uh, a Wonder Woman three film because mm. you kind of have to get that bad taste out of people's mouths for that sequel. Like you, you have to, you have to do something there. Like I don't care if her and Gal Gadot just come out and send everybody home saying goodnight. <laughs> like I, I don't care. You, you got to do something because that second movie hurt. <laughs> it hurt a lot of people's sensibilities. So I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do there. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say one thing about that movie. It was redeemed because of Serena Williams doing that commercial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 Black women, thank you. Exactly. It's, if that's not a case to put a Nubia movie together, they, do a third movie, introduce Nubia. Introduce yeah. uh, this new um, Wonder Girl, Yara. Mm-hmm. Run it. Do something like that. Um, yeah, Wonder Woman 1984 or 84, I should say. Excuse me. <clears throat> it just it hit different than the first movie. Mm-hmm. The first movie, the only thing I have a problem with is the end because it was like the power of love. And I was like, I was kind of hoping it was going to be a bigger fight. It was going to be more <clears throat> visceral. If there's a character that you can go dark with, mm-hmm. it's Wonder Woman. You, you can go darker than Batman with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at the movie uh, New Frontier, mm-hmm. the animated movie, which is great, if, if you have a chance to watch it, please watch that. So good. Wonder Woman was like, 
no, we took all these fools out. We killed them. There's a reason why my rogues gallery isn't as big as yours mm -hmm. because I kill people. Mm -hmm. And yes, and it doesn't have to be slaughter after slaughter. It doesn't have to be an all bloodbath, but this is, she was born a warrior. She's like half God. I believe in the comics now she's the God of war. Or she oh, was in really? new, or she was in the new fifty-two. I'm not sure about now. I haven't read. Okay. You could even do it, but there are so many different Wonder Woman stories coming out now. Um, there's Dead Earth, which came out mm -hmm. um, recently. Like I said, you can introduce Nubia and uh, and Wonder Girl um, Yara, who ends up becoming the future Wonder Woman. She's of Brazilian, so you have that Brazilian um, mm -hmm. culture and uh, mythology mm -hmm. there you can do so many things with this you don't have to just focus on diana you can bring in these other characters to mix it up and still have diana there but i think that's the best way for them to go is to introduce these characters into this universe but in saying that you have to fix the entire dc universe <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly and there are you you can do it there are ways to do it but you have to pick a lane yeah, I mean, you can't do that. Well, you know what? Yeah. I, I I shouldn't say that because um, the guy who was trying to make it an Avengers type atmosphere isn't part of it. Right. So you can go with that more Zack Snyder-esque vision of this universe, which yeah. does kind of fit DC because they've always been darker than Marvel. Right, and that... And that right there is part of the part of what I just said before. It's the it's complicated part of everything that goes on with this house, right? Mm -hmm. Like they don't even really follow their own rules that they establish, which is crazy to me. Like I'll give a perfect example of how they don't follow their own rules. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um I don't know how many how many of you who listen to us and watch us are watching Titans. Mm. Now I like Titans. Titans is a really good show on HBO Max that started out on a defunct DC streaming service called DC Universe. But yeah, mm -hmm. for the most part, Titans is very well done. It, it's a very good show. I feel like it's almost a step up above the CW stuff. Oh, yeah, in a lot oh, of definitely, ways. yeah, definitely. even though it's made by the same production team, so go figure, <laughs> right? But, um, I we are currently in season three. I'm not sure you're caught up, brother. You're not caught up, right? I haven't watched the last episode, okay? I, I, mm. I, I didn't watch this week's, so, but I'm caught up as far as you know, I, I haven't watched this, this week's episode, let's say. Mm. I might spoil a little something for you. You okay with that? Is, is it something that, that you know that I would really dig? Is it Deathstroke? No, it's not. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're fine. Then. You're fine. Wait, wait. Okay. Is it All Connor right. Hawk? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are characters that really hit me. Like Deathstroke and Connor Hawk are two characters that really hit me. Yeah. Well, anybody that's part of the Deathstroke line, really. Yeah. Like Ravager and Rose All. Yeah. So, how I understood it from the CW side of the house, right? Is that when you use the... Because there, there's a scene in, in Titans where they use a Lazarus pit 
Okay. To bring someone back. I I figured that was coming up because it was hinted at in and, yeah. and we're also seeing Jason Todd, so we know that's gonna come about. Yes, now. yes. So what I remember from the CW side of the house is that when you use the Lazarus fit on someone, it normally brings them back not exactly the same as they were before they went in. They almost come back even more sinister and even more kind of uh, dark mm. being brought back. They use the Lazarus fit in this episode of Titans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the person that they use it on doesn't seem like he comes back any darker than he was before he went in. Which is weird to me, right? Because the CW has gone out of its way to use these crossover events to kind of consolidate their universes, at least as I remembered it being in that very last one that they did. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand why they have such a hard time kind of following their own edicts or, or mandates. Like, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, you have to assume that people who are watching, you should assume, not even have to, you should assume that people who are watching the CW shows may also be watching Titans. So mm. shouldn't they all match in some way? Like, you get what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's the about the continuity line, of it. The through line should be the same. But it's not. <laughs> For some reason, it's just not. And that ultimately, to me, is kind of the problem with DC. For the most part, is that they want to tell 18 different stories, 18 different ways. And I'm not sure that works cohesively, though. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? DC has always had, I mean, even before the show and stuff like that, their comics have always had a problem with continuity. Yeah. That's why they had all these different universes, then they consolidated universes, then they split them up again, then they mm -hmm. consolidated again, such like that. So mm -hmm. th that's not surprising to me. Um, from what I know of the Lazarus Pit, as far as we're talking about the shows, not comics, because mm -hmm. comics, um, a character will come back, have, they have a rage for a few minutes, there's like a temporary insanity, mm -hmm. they forget who they are. Mm -hmm. and then they get brought back right. um actually they actually did it better with um with superman and they didn't use a lazarus pit mm -hmm. it was the cube mm -hmm. when when he came back that's kind of what happens with the lazarus pit mm -hmm. in in essence um with this and yeah they they are all supposed to be one universe now mm -hmm. um which is still kind of funny to me, but I've stopped watching CW shows, so I, I, couldn't, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't bloody care. I, I, I couldn't bloody care. I'm not watching 20-something episodes <laughs> to tell me nothing. I honestly couldn't give I I couldn't care less. I hear you, bro. All that I filler. If, if if I want filler episodes, I'll watch anime. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I'll watch anime. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't need all that episodes for you to tell me nothing. Mm -hmm. And then I get eight episodes, and I get a much better story, much deeper, still the mm -hmm. same amount of laughs mm -hmm. and stuff, so that would have you. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Um... That's always been their thing, has been a problem with consistency. So that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, that the care, unless the character's hiding the dark motives, which they probably aren't thinking the story storytelling that deeply, 
Mm-hmm. Although story storytelling has been better to me on Titans mm-hmm. than it has been CW. But again, CW going CW. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, let's look at Wildcats. Even though that was a show I watched, <laughs> I'm saying Wildcats. And if you don't know what Wildcats is, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you. Um, but that that doesn't surprise me that they would bring back a character with a Lazarus Pit. And a Lazarus Pit is something that is one of the staples of DC. Mm-hmm. That's one of those things that when you hear it, you all the images that pop up, you think about Raish. You think mm-hmm. about Batman. You think about Jason mm-hmm. Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even think about um, uh, Damien mm-hmm. since the last couple of years. Um, the, uh, the, 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 the comic that's out now, the series out now, Robin, focuses on this Lazarus tournament. Mm-hmm. And one of the focal points is Lazarus is the is the pit. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Your that, reaction that, that's your thing. Your reaction basically kind of sums up my feelings towards you know DC and their relationship with Warner Brothers for umpteen years now. It's like mm. I don't really understand what the problem is over there. It, it's kind of like because and, and, and again, they kind of do it to themselves. This is the part that they never actually want to get up and kind of admit to. They do it to themselves. Like the whole thing with you know, them allowing, which is which they don't even realize how much of a problem they created for themselves by allowing Zack Snyder to finish a movie that you really didn't want him to finish in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't want him to finish it, but then you allow him to do it, so now you've created this you've created this avalanche that you can't control now. You've given a fan base power, right? Because they've now said to themselves, we can now you know, internet petition a company to death. <laughs> you know what I mean? To do something. If we don't support any of the other projects except the one that we want supported, you're going to have a real hard time controlling that fan base, right? DC walked right into that trap. <laughs> they walked right into the trap. They allowed him to finish the movie. The movie is... And I'm not gonna lie, the movie is better than what we got in the theater. It's it's better. Yeah, it's, it's, much, better. it's, yeah, it's much better. But now you want to then try and take this stance against that fan base that you now have empowered and say, well, we're not gonna continue down the road of the the Snyderverse. Good luck. <laughs> good good luck with you saying that you don't want to do that now because your movies in some way are going to have to borrow to me, even if you don't want to give that guy any credit, you're going to have to borrow in tone from the Snyderverse in order for those things to even be watchable by parts of that fan base now. You know what I mean? Like, you can't... You might as well leave... You might as well leave the... 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 The, um, the Whedon part alone. Like, don't even try to bring someone else in to try and lighten it up, because that's not going to work. People are going to see that a mile away. 
You, you can, know what I mean? You can have it be like, um, I mean, because you look at Shazam, you can yeah. have that lighter, but you still have to have that basically because Shazam is lighter, it is, but still look at the dark tones of it as well. Yeah, you know, right. the mother just straight abandoned him, she didn't mm-hmm. want him. Mm-hmm. So you can still do that because that's still part of DC, that's still part of their foundations. You can have those darker moments, but I and think still have those too- lighter moments too. But you can't, yeah. but you can't weed it up, you can't weed yeah. it too much. Yeah, that's, and I think that's ultimately, too sweet. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's a little too much sweetener. Exactly. And I think that ultimately still, even though Shazam is sort of a lighter property, like you said, I think Shazam is gonna have to have a dark movie as part of its trilogy or quadrilogy or whatever. Well, that's when where Black Adam comes faces in. off with Black Adam. That's right. where, that's where that comes. So you so they're right there. That's already the link there. So exactly. you have that taken care of if yeah. they choose to go that way, which they should. Yeah. They in this instance of um, of uh, bowing down, let's say, to the fans, they were right to do it mm. because what they were doing was not working. Yes, the fans fans are much more are smarter now, much more savvy, and a lot of them are storytellers, writers, uh, <laughs> artists in whatever medium that they choose. A lot of them mm-hmm. are, so they know the beats. It's mm-hmm. not just them saying, oh, this isn't how it is in the comic. That's not what they're saying. They're saying, no, that story doesn't work because of this. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's look at Aquaman. Mm-hmm. What's the best part of Aquaman? What's the best part of that movie? The trench? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The part that everyone thought we were going to be getting because James Wan. Exactly. You don't you don't give us James Wan and then don't let James Wan James Wan. That doesn't, that's not how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We needed that because if you think about it, and it's true, underwater is terrifying. Have you seen the fish down there? That is creepy. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have all of this natural um, uh, uh, atmosphere and horror that you could have used for that. Mm-hmm. You could have totally had that be more of a horror. Instead, you gave us that cheesy guitar riff and this kind of rom-com adventure BS. No, and you, Jason Momoa, who, yes, he looks the part of Aquaman. I mean, the dude is, yes, he is there. He's got it, you know, the muscles, the tattoos, you know, uh, you know, he had all the girls on and and, in that village. Yeah, you had it there. You did not pull the trigger. You cannot give us that Josh Whedon, sweet and low type mess. Sweet and low. <laughs> you know, I mean, aside from him being a total uh, dick and yeah. horrible person, yeah. you can't give us that and try. You have to have levels. You have to give that storytelling. You can have a Shazam, but yeah. eventually, you know, the lighter tone and, you know, the family movie is going to come up against this literal rock mm-hmm. in a hard place mm-hmm. with Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. So we need that. So this could be their way of ushering in that darker tone to this more family-oriented film. Right. Um, I don't know what's going on with the Flash. Kind of don't care. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's kind of kind of. At this point, I'm, 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 I'm honestly oh. not thinking about it. When it comes up, when yeah. more comes about it, okay, I'll think about it. Right now, I don't have the space. I, I don't have the the um yeah. the, um the, the hard drive space <laughs> to think yeah. about. It. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. Well, you 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 know how I feel about. The person playing the Flash, so I'll leave yeah. that alone. But I think I'm more interested in seeing the Flash because they're bringing Keaton back, you know. And I and I'd love to see mm. how Keaton is going to. I'm not worried about Keaton because I liked Keaton in '89. I liked Keaton in 
Keaton gonna be Keaton. I mean, yeah. that's it. Let yeah. this dude I like go. Keaton, period. So I, it will be great to see his Batman back on the screen, and mm-hmm. how that interacts with what we remember of him. Mm-hmm. In what they're trying to present now, and, and what I, he's been through already, and such, and him being right, older. right. And I and I want to see how that all meshes, and I think it, I think it will mesh well enough that it'll be an enjoyable film despite my misgivings of who they have as Flash. I think this will be a perfect vehicle for Keaton to mm-hmm. go to be that older grizzled Batman that we need for Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the film that we need. I'm yeah. going to be dead. We need more. That was one of the best animated uh, series out there. And it yeah. was, you watch it, you're like, wait, this is for kids? What? Yeah. They had some of the yeah. most horrific stuff on there mm-hmm. and it, it was a step above animated series as far as like the darker tone yeah and then when you find out how terry became he literally is the son of batman or mm-hmm. clone actually or clone but you know mm-hmm. that just adds more layers onto it and some people who don't know that because they didn't see that episode mm-hmm. of so there are ways to go but you can have that because the flash movie will be a little more whimsical obviously yeah, but again, you have that that thing there that can bring that tone darker. You have to have that balance. Yeah. When you watch Justice League, um, uh, the uh, the in- incredibly um, cut, um, circumcised version of it, um, <laughs> well, it was circumcised because the guy I, I who like made it was brother. a dick. I like that, brother. I like that. you. Let's be real. Um, and it was cut because the guy's a dick. So you get this movie that does feel unbalanced and even when you're seeing it mm-hmm. you're like this doesn't this, it feels off it doesn't there's something it's not right when you watch um dawn of justice which i Jesus, that name is just ridiculous and i understand the name but you didn't have to call it batman for superman dawn of justice it's it's too mm-hmm. many words stop mm-hmm. it stop stop it it's a long ass hashtag you feel it there too it, the, the editing is uneven it's schizophrenic almost like it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. but you the first movie makes more sense now when you watch justice league mm-hmm. snyder's cut mm-hmm. it, it just makes more sense that shouldn't be it right you shouldn't have to watch a nine-hour movie for this movie from however many years ago to make sense mm-hmm. that's not that's not how it's one thing if you leave little breadcrumbs, excuse me, breadcrumbs, and I go, Oh, that's what they mean. No, because you're doing it two disservices. One, the original movie that you put out had made no sense to that movie. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you had to have someone put together their version of the movie, which mm-hmm. is long, almost like a miniseries, for mm-hmm. this to make sense. There's a lot, that whole bubble right there is messed up. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge disservice. Mm-hmm. But you have to, and they can have that. They can have those moments, but you've got to have it be dark. And I don't mean like, you know, you need, you know, crackheads in the street, like shooting up or smoking. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to have like people like, you know, smacking, you know, women or be like that. But you, this is a universe where you have someone like the Joker. Mm-hmm. You have the Riddler who is, who's like, oh, I tell riddles, but if you don't get the riddle wrong, you die. Mm-hmm. Straight up squid game up in this piece, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. geez, you know what I mean? 
you 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 can have that. I mean, yeah, perfect view. I would say honestly, uh, no offense to Joe, but he's not Deathstroke. Bring in um, uh, Isai. Bring in Isai Morality. He brought depth and gravitas to it. And I know Joe looks more of the, he might be better for more of the action if they're trying to go that way. But Deathstroke is also not necessarily a villain. And I know that sounds really weird because of how, because some of the dubious stuff that he's done mm-hmm. and moral, morally gray and just morally bankrupt stuff that he's done. But he is like this guy who's back and forth. Mm-hmm. He's been a villain. He's been a hero. He's been an anti-hero. He's been just a killer for money. So he wasn't a bad person. He just got paid to do it. You have characters like that that you can play with. This 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 universe is immensely gray. You look at what the Justice League has even done. They've in um was it Identity Crisis. I think maybe it was a story where you know they had um you know people's minds erased, mm-hmm. a brainwashing. This would make Stark and the others go what and in Stark and the others broke time. Mm-hmm. Okay, Stark and the Avengers are not, they're not saints, believe me. Mm-hmm. They act mm-hmm. like it. Oh, we didn't know, we didn't, you know, uh, I don't want to lose everything. Then you shouldn't have fucked with time, Stark. Mm-hmm. But that's not here than there. But you have this universe that's immensely gray. Play with that. Play with that gray sandbox. Play with it. You have this beautiful array of characters you can use. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, and, and I think that you know, I think the I think the problem with the problem with DC is that they've relied on too many things over the years that they thought they would just be able to throw money at and people would continue to do so. Like, mm. you know, I often say that. Let's go. Let's go all the way back to the Dark Knight trilogy. Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. That is a gift and a curse to DC and Warner Brothers. It mm. really is. It's the first time that we actually kind of saw the Batman movies that we wanted, that we've always wanted. And this is no disrespect to Michael Keaton's '89 and. You know his Batman Returns movies. Those movies are also good. It was just a different type. It's of movie. different. It's different. It's, different. It, it's it's a movie that literally brings the real world into Batman mm-hmm. <laughs> in some ways. Mm. And it kind of starts off with like 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 year one. It, that's pretty much it, where they got the yes. idea. Right, it was year one. Yes, and. For the most part, all three films are extremely well done by Christopher Nolan. Like, extremely well done. And I think what happened with DC is that I think they kind of, and they may never admit this, but I think that they kind of wanted Nolan to kind of be the steward for what they were trying to do. Like, they literally went out of their way to kind of pair him with Snyder. In Man of Steel, like they went out of their way and were like, "Okay, you don't have to direct Man of Steel. We've we've got the director that we hope will be able to kind of carry this the way we want it to go. But can you produce it? <laughs> you know what I mean? And he agrees to do so. So 
in some ways, I think that they were hoping he would kind of be the steward for the whole thing. And they don't really understand Christopher Nolan. <laughs> like, this is the problem. They don't really understand his way of thinking about movies and also just what he wants to accomplish with movies. Like, this isn't something that he wants to kind of get stuck in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's about making movies. He's about making movies as an art form. So he wants to make the movies that he wants to make. And I think at some point, Warner Brothers has also kind of looked at the handwriting on the wall. They were like, look, you know, do we really want to enter into this kind of relationship with this guy where, yeah, he hangs around and he produces these movies for us. But then at the same time, we have to give him something in between that allows him to, you know, express himself creatively. And those movies are expensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, we can't, we can't do this. We can't do this long term. It, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? And again, like the rumors of them throwing $50 million at Christian Bale to come back and be Batman where they didn't understand those relationships either. That like those relationships that no one creates on screen are often for him and his art. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's not like they're going to just take money to keep going. Like that's not what they really want to do. So... The Dark Knight trilogy raised the expectations for DC and Warner Brothers, maybe unrealistically. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there was things that they could not necessarily match after a trilogy <laughs> like that. And I don't know. I, I feel like they're kind of stuck. Like, they're kind of stuck. They're, they're chasing that success. They're going to continue to chase that success. Like the same way that they're kind of, even though I love Henry Cavill and I love Man of Steel for the movie that it is, they are stuck chasing Christopher Reeve. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And yeah, because that was that, that's, that's the bar. Yeah. That's their bar. That That's yeah. the bar for Superman because you can't go Dean Cain. Jeez. Oh God. I, I want Dean Cain <laughs> I want him stricken record. Stricken from I want him forgotten the record. He well, is the worst. <laughs> he is the worst. And we're not just talking about his personality, we mean him as Superman folks. Yeah. He is the worst. <laughs> and um I mean you know what, and this is the funny part about it. Ben Affleck could have been either an older Bruce Wayne or an older Superman. And or he an was Superman. Superman. Yes. He did play Superman in that movie, um, Hollywood Land. Hollywood. I don't know. Yes. Hollywood. Hollywood. Yes. Hollywood. He played uh, George Reeves. George Reeves, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's a link there. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, you can't do that now. But, yeah. and people who talk about, you know, um, Ben Affleck is Bad Fleck. And stop with these damn nicknames. Seriously, folks. <laughs> Just tired, man. Just 
43. I'm tired. Just <laughs> deal with this, man. Seriously. It, it, he, to me, was the better Batman. And I think it's because of everything. It wasn't just him, but it was also the direction, the way the scenes were. It was great. I love it. I love I love him as Batman. Um, George, uh, George, geez. Um, Michael Keaton is on a, a different level for me. Like, he's that dude. Mm-hmm. Him and Adam West, you can't touch them, so don't bother trying to compare. Mm-hmm. Like those are the mm-hmm. Val Kilmer was de- was a was a decent. Uh, Bruce yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't bad either. He wasn't, he wasn't bad. His hair should have been darker, but yeah. I mean, that's, you know, whatever. But I also um, think the problem there was who they picked to direct the film. Like I like Joel Schumacher. I don't think he's right for Batman. I don't think his sensibilities work in that sandbox. They just don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, some sometimes you're gonna get bat cheeks. I don't know what to tell you, bro. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> life. You know, sometimes you're gonna get bat cheeks, man. That's that's it. Yeah, I mean, but he made it very camp. Yeah, and I think that's that didn't fall in line to what that particular universe was trying to do. Yeah, I think we were. If he had made camp. that outside of it, like if he had, if there had been something different, and it was supposed to be more like a tongue-in-cheek kind of mm-hmm. nod to the movies. Mm-hmm. He could have had like you know Adam West in there as a cameo and doing something whatever you know West would have hammed it up though exactly. you know because that's West, exactly. but it didn't fall in line with what that universe was trying to do. In yeah. yeah. by itself as a campy thing, I think he would have rocked a Batman Superman a, a Batman movie. I, I think yeah. it would have been hilarious. I think it would have been fun. Yeah. All the tongue and cheek stuff would have been great. You, uh, you know, George Clooney, yeah, yeah, ER was a great show. Look, yeah. we're not we're that's all, that's all I got to say. <laughs> Yeah. ER, ER was a great show. I love Doug Ross. Love it's it. interesting that you say it that way now, brother, thinking about it, because, you know, I agree with you. I agree with you that Schumacher's sensibilities probably would have worked had they tried to make maybe a better, more modern version of a live yeah. action Batman 66 film. Yeah, that's where it would have went on, because you had the yeah. Batman 66, you have the uh, um the comic series that i think is still going on i'm not sure mm-hmm. it, it may have been replaced by the batman 88 series which mm-hmm. you know yeah makes sense but he totally could have done that and it would have rocked you know give him all the you know give him all the bells and whistles and give him give him the bat cheeks yeah, yeah. bat cheeks all day yeah sure why not yeah why not just cheeks everywhere just cheek 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 cheek, cheek. whatever i would and he and he would have probably rocked it he would have yeah but this was at a time where we it was we needed something a bit darker. We needed something different. And Burton was at his heyday. Yeah. You know, Burton was like, he was starting to become that guy, that dude that don't comb his hair. He was becoming that dude that he just, he was becoming that dude that don't comb his hair, that don't, um, that don't cast black people, except for yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. He's that dude, you know? And he did it he he did great with those two moves oh and um and uh the tiny lister yeah he did that it's great oh and um billy d williams all right so three black people my fault he's not easy <laughs> my fault folks he, he hired three black people for two movies he doesn't have a problem with skin color my fault even though he did say he didn't see a point of yeah whatever so you know what i mean but again that universe shifted it shifted from being that dark tone dark mm-hmm. tone a little more campy kind of then it went full camp mm-hmm. so we had to get back to that but then we after that um we ended up 
going back to the Frank Miller-esque Batman and mm-hmm. Batman vs. Superman and going at it. And I, I would like a Batman movie again with with um, Affleck, with him. Let's see what happened. Let's see about um, the Joker. You know what? Don't even make the Joker. You know what? Give us a live action of Hush. Give us a live action of, of Hush. Yeah. yeah. Action of, um, oh, my God. Oh, if you choose to go younger route, mm-hmm. give us a live action of um, The Long Halloween. Yeah. Give us a live action of those truly dark Batman stories that are iconic. Tim Sale. Yeah. Give give us that Tim Sale all day. I have to read um, uh, The Long Halloween. I bought that. Um, if, if you want to go outside of canon, go Black Label. Give us um, Batman White Knight. White Knight is amazing. I have... Um, uh, the second part of it, Batman Curse of the White Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it finally came out in the trade paperback, the soft cover, which is what I wanted. Yeah. But I also have it on digital too. But I just wanted to give um, anyone comics some money. Shout out to you. I wrote you. You know, it would, yeah, let's do things like that. If, if you want to go outside of Kenny, use those, use those elsewhere stories. Yeah. Use those. And, yeah. and we should, um, yes, our, as far as animation, um, Pharaoh Ramsey actually brought up uh, last last show. Mm-hmm. Will we be getting something like Elsewhere's? Um, El- Elseworlds, excuse me. I know, like like I say, you don't have to compete. You don't have to, but those Elseworlds stories, yeah. bring, bring that series back. Yeah. Bring that back. Make it Dark Label. I think they're actually going to have something. It's going to be called, um, oh, my God, uh, Knights of the Dark or something like that where it's like more of a medieval yeah. Version of the uh, the things like a six mini series excited yeah. about because it, it looks phenomenal. Dan Moore is doing the covers, I believe. Give us something like that in live action, or do the Elseworlds animated? That would be awesome. You guys yeah. have rocked animation for so long. Yeah. You haven't. Last thing you put out was the Long Halloween. Yeah, but stop doing those two part things. Just make it one movie. Just stop that. Yeah, it looks like uh, you're all grown ass people. You're stop that. It looks like. Um... Is the queue forming for Fandom? Uh, actually, it looks like it started already. Oh, really? And they are, looks like uh, they are going to talk about um, Harley Quinn, so it looks like that's definitely coming back. Folks. Uh, they're also going to talk about Naomi. Oh, yes, because that's that that on CW I will watch. Ooh, yeah. Oh, my, yes, I had forgotten that, that was even a thing. Yes, phenomenal. Yeah, and there was, some, uh, there was something else they just flashed. I I, I can't remember. They flashed it so quickly that they were going to talk about too, folks. But that but that brings Oof. it back. <laughs> yeah, that brings Oof. it back full circle to what you were saying at the beginning of the show is that you finally have this apparatus mm-hmm. in HBO Max where you can kind of do these things. Like, you know, I'm going to be honest. You do not need to have a standalone. Ben Affleck Batman film. If you want to do that, do a miniseries. Like you said, do Hush. Do Hush. Do a Hush miniseries with Ben Affleck on HBO Max. You better believe people would be killing themselves to either try and get a free trial 
or sign up for whenever that show finally drops all its episodes. You and they will do, watch it. You could even do um what was the kid's name that is on our favorite show, Euphoria, that plays um the jock. I can't remember his name. Mm. Because I said the way he was in that one episode mm-hmm. was Batman. He was Batman to the core. Mm-hmm. This is what you do. You can do those miniseries that that, that, that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. You you can do the stuff with Affleck. Mm-hmm. Do a couple with a younger Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cast him in it. Yeah. Because that when he was, that's the first thing I thought of when he was talking the way he was doing it. I was like, that's Batman right there. Mm-hmm. This dude has been with the league. This dude has seen some things. Mm-hmm. That is who should have, when Christian Bale went off, mm-hmm. that's who should have came back. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's who should have came back. He, and he also does that dual role thing on the show as well. Yeah. So you can do things like um, The Long Halloween, such like that where he's younger. And you mm-hmm. can still do those older stuff too with mm-hmm. Affleck. You can do. I mean, that might that might be a, a, a little too far fetched, and, and that's a lot to do. I understand mm-hmm. that, but mm-hmm. you've got the sandbox. This is like moving out and getting your own apartment, and you still are all covered. Man, walk around butt naked. That's your place. You can do what you want. <laughs> do what you want, man. Cheeks out exactly. all day. Cheeks out all day. Do it. Exactly. And, exactly. and you have this huge. You have this platform yeah. where you were talking about oh friends and everything. that was how you were trying to get people to. And now look at what people are flocking to. Yeah. They're flocking to the your original content. Right. I don't know how well that reunion did, but uh, yeah. who really gave a crap? Yeah. Because you had things like the flight attendant. Ooh, I gotta had, turn that down. Bro. Damn, bro. They're Sorry. actually showing a. Uh, it looks like they're showing a um, trailer. Yeah, a trailer for uh, Black Adam. This is it, folks. Sorry, sorry, bro. This is why I'm distracted during the show, (laughs) brother. This is what I'm talking about, folks. This is what I'm talking about. When we say something, we're honestly talking about we're we're actually trying to get to the nitty gritty of things and the fandom itself. And brother, brother, you don't like that. You don't like that teaser trailer. They don't show much, but what they what they do show is. Insane. That last part of that trailer is insane. <laughs> That's all I gotta say, folks. Like I said, whatever you're trying, whatever you're <laughs> trying to do now, I was tired of ten years ago when I did it. Yeah. There's a reason. Look, yeah. say whatever the hell y'all want. I, yes, I am wild sometimes. I say some wild shit, do some wild shit, crazy. Say so much. I'm always talking about food, what have you. But there is a reason why I say the things that I do. I'm not new to this game. I've studied the game. I've studied. Uh, the people at you know cons. I've studied. I've studied this. I've looked at it. I've checked out who it is. Sometimes, yes, I do have my brain farts. I know I do. It's true, but <laughs> there's a reason. There's always a method for my madness. When I say something, I'm dead serious about it, and I know what I'm talking about. That's it. We get to we get to the focus of the fandom, and we try to mix the fun and what we like, and we criticize. But when we criticize, always want to make sure that we give a remedy of what can fix whatever we're criticizing. Now, I know we're not ones who are out here just shouting out people's names and making up stuff. Oh, we got discovered. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
can you get this covered, mother? Yes. Yes. Not like that. But there's a reason why. Yeah, absolutely. 2022. Fear of the fandom. Yeah. I agree. I agree. You're welcome. I'm telling you in advance, you're welcome because you're going to be saying thank you later. You are welcome. I'm telling I you. I agree. Like you see it. You see the companies that are really aggressively trying to, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's not even, it's not even a, it's not even funny. Like you, you see it all the time. You see the Netflixes of the world. You see mm-hmm. the Disney's of the world. You see a lot of these companies turning, getting IP into arms race. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whoever has the most IPs that people are really interested in are probably going to win. You know what I mean? And It's what you do with that IP, too, though, that matters. Like, can you bring a fresh approach to that IP that you have? Yeah, because you can't just bring it in and then that's it. You can't. You have to make it hot. You have to update it somehow. You have to. I mean, look at Why the Last Man, which is Vertigo, which was part of DC. They updated it. They they had to. Because nowadays, everything we know about identity and how people feel and how people identify. And that show hits. It's so thought-provoking and so well done i didn't expect the nudity holy shit but right. it yeah i was like wait what bush huh? yeah. i didn't vote for him <laughs> um i didn't <laughs> what <laughs> so <laughs> yeah you know but yeah you, well how you take that ip like like you take old ip and you can update it make it yeah. more relevant for today and still carry that story that core story as long as you have the foundation, I will say this till the day I die. And when I come back and I'm resurrected, I'll say it again. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the foundation. It's all about that core. You start from there and you build from that. Just like a seed. It starts from there and it builds from that. You can yeah. take that. You can update it. But as long as you keep, like, you can update Batman for whatever you want. I, I say Batman because that's what they keep wanting to play with. But you and you can update it. Like look at Batman, um, uh, the Beyond Batman. You still have that same core. Yeah, yeah. You and, find and out why you have the same core because <laughs> exactly, 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 exactly. But it still matters. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and and that and that ultimately is is also another problem, right? Like we are way overdue for Batman Beyond oh. anything. Batman Beyond yes. anything update, Batman Beyond live action movie, Batman Beyond live action series, if you want to do it that way. We are way overdue for that. Like that happened when? That was that was oh. <laughs> I think I was in high school. Right. I think oh was I, I can't damn I'm trying to remember. But it was a long, this, long this, time. This, this is how long ago it was. I didn't know nothing about sweatpants. That's how long ago it was. You know that's a long time ago. Yeah. It was before the silver. It was before the gray. It, it was a long time ago. Exactly. Exactly. Like you gotta you gotta start leveraging these properties. Like even, even Disney for, for the most part. Yes, they spent all this money buying Marvel. Yes, they spent all this money buying Star Wars. 
But even they have figured out that, you know what? We can't just sit back on streaming the Star Wars trilogy into the ground and make money off of that. We can't just make regular movies of Star Wars and make money off of that. We have to kind of try and do things differently. Like, their biggest difference right now is something that, when you kind of think about it, always kind of lended itself to Star Wars because there are elements of that in Star Wars that never have really been exploited the way that they needed to be. This uh, animated uh, anime show that they have Visions. on yeah, Visions on yeah, Disney+. Vision, Plus. Yeah. Like, those, those anime principles have always existed in Star Wars. They've never kind of thought of a way to kind of pull that out and make it something completely original and exploit it until now. <laughs> you know what I mean? And anime is huge. I mean, it's the way it's 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 boomed over the last yeah. let's say five years. Yeah. Is incredible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so it just made sense for it to have and, and again it's another for um another foray into animation. Yeah. Which was needed because Marvel hadn't had an animated movie since what um Hulk versus I believe maybe so. yeah which was I watched that movie so many damn times I absolutely love that yeah. movie but yeah and there was a time when there was a bit of a hot streak mm-hmm. oh, I, maybe maybe a lukewarm streak not mm-hmm. not exactly hot um I remember there being stories like um oh my god uh, the Punisher and Black Widow mm-hmm. which I loved um, then they have they had a couple of like those CG computer graphic ones mm-hmm. that kind of look look like reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's basura. It's not, <laughs> no, no, let's not do that. But then they did have um, the X Men anime, mm-hmm. the Blade anime, and Iron Man anime. Even mm-hmm. the Fantastic Four series, the s- second one, looked mm-hmm. a little anime ish. Mm-hmm. It had anime vibe to it. It had anime scent to it. Anime adjacent. Yes. It had the taint of anime to it. So. Yes, the taint. <laughs> never, never forget the taint, folks. So look, yeah. what... <laughs> don't care. Uh, it's National Kink Month, folks. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Suck it up. So yeah, you you have to when you can take those properties and find different ways to. Here's a funny word to use for. Uh, Marvel to mutate them mm. and just you know give flavor to them, give them something different. You have to. So something like Else World, uh, excuse me, um, the What Ifs, mm-hmm. great, bringing you back to animation. You're linking it in a very adjacent way to your MCU, but mm-hmm. still making it, it it its own property. Wow, yeah, still making it canon. Yeah, and you're opening the door there because if the animation yeah. resonates with people and they like it, it opens up a whole new avenue for you to start telling stories that maybe you were, you have on the back burner for live action that may work a lot better in animation. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's that's how, how you do it. Yeah, you have to. So, I mean, it, DC, Warner Brothers, their their stronger suit was the animation. And they've done mm-hmm. a lot of different things with animation. Um, like, there was what was it, Batman Ninja? Mm-hmm. Ninja Batman, something like that. Batman Ninja. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy, yeah, wow, it but it's different. It's different. And yeah. it was 
And that was felt like an Elseworld story. Mm -hmm. Red mm -hmm. Sun is an Elseworld story. Mm -hmm. So you have them there, just make a whole series of them, of movies. So say, give them that Elseworlds title, mm -hmm. like that little marketing, put it there. And that could be a whole subgroup that you have on HBO Max. I shouldn't yeah. be telling you your job, folks. Yeah, we'll, you should be telling me what yeah, you have. would absolutely work in their Elseworlds brand if that's what they wanted to do. If you want to do an Elseworlds brand, Damn. those books that they came out with in the last two years where it was like, oh, bring that series the back. death of Superman. What would happen if Lois got the powers mm -hmm. instead? Those would work perfectly in an Elseworlds title. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like red rain. Yes, red rain. You have the stuff. One it's of not the like you don't best. <laughs> um, there was um speeding bullet. Yeah. Uh there was where it was um where Kal-El was actually raised by the Waynes. Uh -huh. And there was another one where it was um uh, uh the the ring um the Green Lantern ring found Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. He became a lantern. There was the medieval one. There was um my god, there have been so many. You have so mm -hmm. many incredible stories you can tell. DC. Yeah. yeah. Look, if you need help, <laughs> just hit me up. That's it. Yeah. Just hit I, me up. I mean, they have an interesting way of they have real potential here. And and I don't think they kind of see it. Like, I don't really think that they think outside of this perception that HBO is prestige television. Like, this is the problem. Like, you guys get stuck in that mindset that you think prestige television doesn't include animation. I beg to differ. Like, if you do good animation, that could be a cornerstone of prestige television that you've never really tapped into. You did uh, once before. I would say that Harley Quinn Spawn? is quite prestigious. Spawn? Prestige television? Spawn is one of the best series. Yeah. We're going to do a show about Spawn. Yeah. That could so, be a Halloween show because, yeah, God so, damn, that show's amazing. You could literally now, you could literally create an, an Elseworlds, and I'm not saying you need to do as an anthology show, but you could literally say season 1A is going to cover this story, mm -hmm. right? Beginning to end. And then the second half of the season could be another story. Yeah. Beginning to end. Mm -hmm. And that would be your 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 literal season. <laughs> then you go put it out on video, whatever else you want to do with it. Yeah. Put it on the network before you put it on. Yeah, that's what I mean. Put it on the network yeah. first. Because you guys got a bad habit. Yeah. I'm still waiting for some of the dragon to come on. Damn. <laughs> Which is ridiculous because Son of the Dragon came out before yeah. Long Halloween, and Long Halloween is on there now. Yeah, is on HBO Max. Yeah. Get it, get it together, guys. Seriously, it's just it's it's you know what? Mind, yeah, the mindset over there is mind boggling. Get it together, guys, and get some people in the office other than guys, <laughs> other than old dust pocket men. Yeah, get new blood in there, please. Yeah. It's there are so many. You have so many opportunities. All right, yeah. so let's um let's wrap this up a bit. Yes. So, what have we learned? What are the bullet points for this show? Go outside of the box. Go outside of what you're used to. Go outside of your own heads. 
Think yes. of it as whatever you put on that service is prestige television, mm -hmm. is a prestige movie, is a cornerstone of what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Don't think of competing with someone. Think ahead. Yeah. Don't worry about competing. Just think ahead. Yeah. Storytelling. Continuity. Damn that. Yeah. Um, that's what you need to do. Yeah. You? What are you uh what's your um bit about it? <laughs> My thing is don't overcomplicate things. Like, you need to get out of the mindset of the old mindset of what television used to be. I think that that's one of the things that really hurts HBO and also Warner Brothers as a studio is that they are so accustomed to doing things a certain way. And their perception is that this is how people see them on the outside <laughs> as, as these as this thing. Mm -hmm. You can't stay that thing forever. Like, that thing may have worked in 1980. That thing may have worked in 1995. <laughs> you have to be more encompassing now because your audience is so broad now. Like, no one can understand how broad the audience now is in television. Mm -hmm. It never used to be this broad. It is incredibly broad now. Like, your younger demographic skews even younger now yeah. than it used to. Yeah. Your older demographic skews even older now than it used to. Like you have to you have to get out of this mindset that and and, and Antonio said it perfectly that prestige television is any and all one thing. It's not. It's not. Like if you do stories well and i'm not saying they need to be half-assed i'm not saying that at all if you do them well if you do them well like spawn was done well like spawn was a risk at the time that they put it on like mm -hmm. there's no guarantee that they could have known how well that show would do when they put it on they basically put it on late at night almost because they thought it wouldn't do well mm -hmm. <laughs> and when it created this following i think even they were surprised at how many people were watching that show on friday nights when yeah. no one's home and the, and the <laughs> fact that it was from a company that nobody knew about image i mean people knew about it but they didn't know about it right but it, spawn was one of the most popular comments like that first issue was one of the most popular my girlfriend in high school at the time mm -hmm. has that issue yeah it, it was one of the most it was one of the biggest comics ever out there and it's amazing and that series was incredible three seasons three seasons i i want to yeah, say three, three and seasons, having yeah. ha having mcfarland uh, uh, open up mm -hmm. each episode was actually pretty good yeah but that's what they love doing that because they also had crypt keeper doing that mess too so. yeah true, true i mean not that mark farland's crypt keeper but i'm just saying true and and, and i think he was sitting in the same chair huh? right and, <laughs> exactly and, and i think <laughs> And I think that's the other that's the other thing that goes along with what we're saying. Like get to know who your fan base is. 
Like mm-hmm. I think DC fandom is a is a good step in the right direction on understanding who your fans are, what they want to see. That you want to you want to engage in a in a in a relationship with them to kind of understand how they feel about what you're going and, and what you're doing and where you're going with it. Mm-hmm. That's an absolute good step in the right direction. But with that said, you cannot in any way, shape, or form talk down to your fan base. Can't yeah. do it. Can't do it. You have listen, and, and I'm not and I'm not defending people in the fan base and in the fandom that are jerks. I'm not defending those people at all. Mm-mm. I'm simply saying don't assume that the very few people who are the jerks are the entire fandom because they aren't. Your fandom is a lot larger than that. You have yeah. to treat them and talk to them like they are fans, like they've been fans since the very beginning. And more importantly, like they are the people who will bring more people into this tent. Because if you don't do that, you're always going to be stuck in the situation of exactly. It's complicated how we feel about you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I also wonder if they're going to say anything about Genlock season two, possibly. I don't know. Um, was that supposed to come back in season two? Yeah, yeah. There's actually going to be season two. Hmm. So I'm curious about that. But look. Next week, we'll tell you about more whatever's going on. Something we've heard. Um, obviously, I will have words about the, uh, I'm, I'm not even calling it Black Adam, the Teth Adam uh, <laughs> teaser. Yeah. Damn that. His mama calling Teth Adam. I'm, I'm calling Teth Adam. Yeah. This ain't the Black Vulcan show. You have to kick my ass on that show. Um, you know what I'm saying? But they, I feel like they really should have put the hub, because I'm looking at, um, at HBO Max now, they really should have mm-hmm. put Fandom on here. Yeah, they, they really yeah, should have. They should have done fun. it as a live, a, maybe a, yeah, live stream a live or something like that. Yeah, they definitely should have done that. They do have, I did not realize this, there is a Aquaman King of Atlantis series with one episode out so far, and it is a 45-minute episode. I'm going to have to check this out. What is it, animated? Yes. Alongside trusted allies Mira and Volko, King Aquaman faces unscrupulous surface dwellers, ancient evils from beyond time, and his half-brother's attempts to overthrow him, all to prove that he's the right man for the throne. Is this a comedy? or is this? Because the animation looks like it could almost, almost be like a little bit of a comedy. Hmm. Ch- Either way, you know what? Bet. This is going to happen. Hmm. This is going to happen. Does it say who the, uh, who, who the crew is? Of course not. Why the hell would it? Also, you know what? Let me see if I can just hit the episode. And does crew, um, Cooper Andrews, Jillian Jacobs, Tom Thomas Lennon, who I do like, Dana Snyder. Don't know who the hell is. Um, it's PG. It's rated PG. So I mean, uh-huh. yeah. So I'm gonna check this out. This sure. looks. It might. It might be kind of good. He's got. He's got melanin. He's got some darker skin. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm. All, I'm. I'm there for that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Aqua. Lab will show up. That would be interesting to me too. Executive producer James Wan. Okay, bet I'm in. <laughs> the animation is kind of like, um, like Cartoon Network animation, which makes sense because Cartoon mm. Network is under their umbrella. Yeah. But yeah. you got me a James Wan. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. You got me on there, so I'm in. Okay. Yeah, you bet. Okay, cool. So on that note, Michael, sir. Yes, sir. 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 <laughs> look, yeah, this has been like our goofing around episode, obviously. This is just, look, summer came back for like a day. There's no ne- not necessary for it. Um, but what would you rate this show, sir? On a scale of one to grilled cheese. What, what <laughs> one to grilled cheese. Yeah. yeah. Grilled cheese with truffle butter. (laughs) This man. (laughs) This man has been watching (laughs) Food Network and watching some chopped. Some uh, guys, grocery games. Yeah. And some Bobby Flay before he's gone. (laughs) Goddamn. Yes, sir. Um, once again, he found a way to break. Look, he found a way to break the scale. I had it one to grilled cheese. This man said grilled cheese with truffle butter. He broke the scale again, y'all. You can't stop this man. He can't stop. Shout, shout out to Mechanical Pencils, who's been in the chat. Yes, thank you. So, guys. She said truffle yeah, just, butter is life. Yo, is what is life? life? What is life? Truffle butter. <laughs> Wasn't expecting an actual answer kind of rhetorical question, but fair enough. Michael answered the question. Cool. So on that note, sir, this has been Michael Williams. Yes, sir. Any final words for the folks? Uh yeah, that sounds about right. Don't be a dick. Period. <laughs> hey, that's my line. I know it's your line. <laughs> it's my line. Um, yeah, uh, for me, look, to piggyback on that, don't be a cunt. This is obviously not going to be for the kids. I waited till the very last minute to make this not for the kids. There you go. They ain't mine, so whatever. Um, look, y'all enjoy the rest of the day. Keep coming back. Like, subscribe, share. Um... Listen to the audio, listen to the video. If you get if, if you watch the video, you probably laugh a little bit more because you'll see what the hell I'm doing. Uh-huh. And that rant and that most of it makes no damn sense. But we uh-huh. do love when you are out and about and you've downloaded the the other the uh the podcast version and you're out and about doing your thing. You're at the grocery store, which is where I'm gonna go and I'm gonna eat everything up in aisle seven. Um <laughs> and just I don't know why I put that particular aisle. I don't even know what's in aisle seven like that. I, I, really, <laughs> I, I, I really should did my research before I just blurted that out. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Um, yeah, it's still October, still National Kink Month. Enjoy your kink. I hope you have a really great orgasm uh, tonight with um, whoever, whomever. Um, mechanical, mechanical pencils to throw up the R rating. Right, this is, well, let, let's throw up the NC-17 rating while we're doing it. <laughs> you know what? Real, real quick, funny thing is, whenever I would see NC-17, I always would think of like um, the, the Star Trek, uh, the, the ships. <laughs> they always would have that. Yeah. Like, I would always say that. And I was like, "What's going on in the holodeck?" Then you find out what's going on in the holodeck on a Deep Space Nine. Shit was real. Definitely don't want that job cleaning that mess up. You know, Klingons be getting rough up in there. Yeah. Yeah. So happy uh, National King Month to everyone for uh, October. We'll see you next Saturday at noon. Um, don't know what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, you know what we might do? Maybe a, a pre, a, a prelude to some horror. Mm. 
sir. We could talk about oh, Halloween kills. Halloween kills. There we go. Yeah. Which is available <laughs> in theaters and is also available. I didn't realize this. Is also available on uh, Peacock. Yes. If you do not feel safe going into theaters, I totally understand. Um, we'll also have. Oh my God, Dune is going to be next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, very exciting. <laughs> I've been waiting. I'm watching Dune twice. I'm going to see it in theaters. Then I'm going to watch it at home. Mm. Just in case I got, you know, because I'm at home. I'm, I'm in a theater and I'm like, damn, I can't hear. I, I, I got to what? And I go to re- I go to rewind. And I realize I'm not in control. It's not my house. That's why all these people are in here. This ain't my house. It's, I, don't, I don't live here. Yeah. All right. So keep coming back. Like, subscribe, share, follow. Um, give us ratings on uh, wherever you're getting your your uh, podcast. Give us a rating. Give us, you know, however many stars, a plethora of stars if you'd like. Give us a rating. Let us know how you feel. We love the feedback. We love it. And it helps us be seen more so we can do more, so we can have a panel one day at New York Comic Con. And one day they're going to be like, look, I don't know if you guys realize, but we've got Phantom Initiatives here at San Diego Comic Con. And everybody goes, like, ah, yeah, when you ride crazy. Yes, we love it. Great. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the day. Yes. Watch awkwardly as I end this podcast and I do a little shoulder shuffle because y'all gonna take the shoulders. Y'all gonna take this he shirt too. <laughs>